Here we go. Broadcasting from Edmonton's majestic used hubcap district. I just can't pull off a onesie. No, neither can I. Uh-huh. Uh, that's not good. Kids today with their inline skates and their long boards that roll over everything. Totally weird and wild. It works, but it's weird. You know what's underrated? Ravioli. God, that's awful. It smells like smoke coming off someone's ass. I guess I'm getting the vibe here that a lot of people had these lofty dreams and no one lived up to them. I get that feeling too. Oh, it's so good to laugh again. I God, do people not know I'm at work? The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. I'm so thirsty. These so, pretzels are making me thirsty. You know what? It was. I went out for wings last night. It was Wing Wednesday, Bryce. And my beautiful bride and I, we go to this place that's near our house. It's walking distance. And we get there and the girl at the, it's like, we've been there enough now. She recognizes us. She's like, oh, I got a table for you. So we're like, okay. And we go sit at this table. And then she said, Brian and the rest of your group will be here right away. I'm like, well, I have no plans with Brian. So my friend Brian, who lives just down the street from me, made plans to go to wing night with other people. And didn't let me know. Oh, boy. So and then she now sat you at their table? Sat me at the table oh, no. right next to them. Oh, oh. So <laughs> they walk in and all of a sudden it's like you just invited yourself? Uh-huh. Hello, everyone. No, it actually worked out okay because Brian came with a, a bunch of people he works with. So it was a work thing. Thank God. So otherwise, I would have been so... Like, oh, guess I'm not uh, good enough for an invite to wing night. Yeah, all your other neighbors and people you know are there. Yeah, and we were the only ones not invited. We just showed up on our own. So when they did roll in with his work friends, uh-huh. did uh, they sit at your table? or They sat at the table right next to ours. Okay. But there was enough distance, and it was loud enough in there that they couldn't hear what we were talking about. We couldn't really hear what they were talking about. I don't know if this is a fascinating story or not. Probably not. It could have been a very awkward it was, situation. So for the... Because the... The hostess who sat us, she's like, yeah, Brian's going to be here at six. And this was like at 530 or so we got there. And so for there was that half hour of us just sitting there going, oh, do we leave? What have we done? What You know, that kind of feeling. <laughs> so it worked out fine. Oh. Just fine. Man, that would have been so awkward if he was oh. there with other friends. I know. And I wasn't invited. They all come in as a group. Maybe they just won a sporting match. Oh, together. they're all high fiving. And they're saying stuff like that ref needs to get his eyes checked. You know, that kind of thing. Then they round the corner and then you just hear the record scratch. <laughs> they see you two sitting at their table. They're like, oh, what are you two doing here? Who invited you? I was so thirsty, though. I don't know. Like, I love salt and pepper wings. Those are my favorite wings. Salt and pepper with a side of ranch. So I ate those, but I woke up this morning. My alarm went off, and it was like immediately, it was a thirst I've never experienced before. A thirst that water wouldn't quench. So I go downstairs in my house to the garage, and... I flip on the lights in the garage and then I realize, oh, there's windows in my garage door. Like people can see into my garage and it's like fluorescent lighting in there. And I go to the fridge in there and I pull out a can and I crack it open. And I just stood there and guzzled a bubbly in my garage. And I At thought- what time? 3.30 this morning. Wow. And I thought to myself for a second, oh man, if my neighbors are watching through the window, they can just see shirtless Garn guzzling. They're probably like, is he having a beer before he goes to work? Wow, things are really hard hard for that He's hardcore. (laughs) Oh my God. 
Uh, do you sometimes think I get up in my head a bit too much? Maybe a little too much. Yeah. Yeah. So, although who knows, maybe people are spying through those tiny garage door <laughs> windows. It could well, happen. I would have been at the, cause I stood on the steps in my garage and down that bubbly. So I would have been perfect. If somebody walked by at that time of day, they just would have seen a guy guzzling something in his garage. Yeah. The paper like was, boy. Yeah. Hiding from his family. <laughs> Ooh, he's got a problem. Oh my God. You're going to come home today. There's going to be an intervention underway. <laughs> Probably. We saw you 3.30 this morning in your garage. You know who won't be at my intervention? My friend Brian. He's not invited. Yeah, he's with his work friends probably, now. Yeah, having the time <laughs> of his life. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. They're trapped in your phone forever. Brian is a guy that I regularly go for wings with, too. At least so. he used to. Yeah. Whew. <sighs> Maybe the folks at Lube City will be my new wing buddies. Maybe they will. Yeah. They're kind enough. They probably have stories for days. They could spin a yarn, I bet. I'll bet you they could. So, yeah, I'm going to go see them today. I'm going to go find a location of Lube City. I know where many of them are, but maybe I'll go off the beaten path a little bit. Mm. Find a new location. Where could you possibly find that location? Oh, I don't know. LubeCity.ca. Okay. You go there. Go to a new location. Mm -hmm. And while they're changing your oil, just say, hey, Hey, uh, want to get wings sometime? (laughs) They would politely accept my, I know, they would. Or if they did let you down, they would let you down so easy, you almost wouldn't even realize. They'd, They'd make go, you think it was your idea to not get wings. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, we would. But we all, everybody in the chain just went vegan. The entire chain of stores is all vegan now. So, sorry, Garn. You're listening to The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. There's so much fakery in movies and TV shows. Yeah, when a, your budget for a movie is like $150 million, you think you could have someone to make sure that the levels of water in a glass stay the same throughout a scene or... Yeah, why does it keep changing? Yeah, the continuity would be a little bit better or, I don't know, they'd put something in the suitcase to make it actually look like it feels heavy. Yeah, you're not just swinging in a suitcase around like an empty box. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. It's on the internet, where your Uncle Ron gets way too political. We're talking about things from movies and TV shows that you're like... That's so fake. But I have this image of you as a kid, like a 9, 10, 11, 12-year-old Bryce Kelly. Your mom, you'd get out of bed. She'd lay out a huge breakfast for you. Weekdays, of course. Of course. Waffles, bacon, eggs, giant pitcher of fresh-squeezed orange juice. And young Bryce Kelly, you'd walk by, and you'd just pick up one slice of toast and walk out front door because you were late for class, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. That drives me nuts. Oh, my God. That's not a realistic portrayal of breakfast in the average North American household. I made breakfast. Like, oh, I'm late for class. So yeah. they just grab a piece of bacon and walk out, leaving a table full of cooked food? Yeah. And then mom's sort of like, oh, well, gosh, that's just Bryce. I'd be furious. Me too. I'd be livid. I spent all this time making breakfast. You just walk away from it? And if they do pick up a piece of toast, it's like they have one bite and then they throw the piece of toast back down again. You know that's a portable food, right? You could take that with you. Anyway, how about you? Things that just drive you bonkers in movies, TV shows. When you see a character kind of like, they sprint for some reason. Like they have to sprint down the road, then they get to where they're going. And they're not a wheezing, sweaty And their hair is perfect. Yeah. They're not pitting out. They just kind of stop and they go, (gasps) Okay. Hi, Jenny. 
and then they're back to normal. Yeah. It's like, that's not how that works. You can text the show at 10029. You can call to 780-423-1029. Or they walk up an eight-story walk up in New York City <laughs> get to get to their apartment. They get there and they're just fine. Yeah. It's not realistic. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. The one thing, like you and I agree on the when two characters are in a car and they start talking and the person driving isn't even looking at the road. Oh, my hands get sweaty. Me too. What, what are you going to do? You're going to plow through a fence. Think of the children you're going to mow over. If you're a director, just why don't why wouldn't you give some direction and say, "Hey, how about you stare at the road every now and again and stop making weird intense eye contact with your passenger. It's off-putting and it's hard to concentrate." And stop doing the move where you're constantly moving the wheels side to side. Yeah. That's not how you drive. <laughs> no. That one bothers a lot of people. We got that one on the text machine a lot. Uh, The other one that keeps coming in, and this is my number one. When characters are drinking a coffee out of a paper cup in a movie, and clearly that cup is empty. You can tell by the way they move it. There's no weight to it. There's just like a cup full of air. Why not put some water or something in there to give it some weight? To give it the illusion that it's a hot cup of coffee. Yeah, I was telling you, I was watching a show recently and the person was sitting on a park bench drinking milk from a carton and clearly it was empty. Yeah. They took a swig, brought it down. There was not even any like milk residue around their lips or They didn't mouth. have a milk mustache. No mustache. No, yeah. no indication that there was anything in that carton whatsoever. Somebody says when a character wears a hat or a helmet for a decent amount of time and when the hat comes off, it looks like someone from a shampoo commercial. Yeah, there's no hat head in TV shows and movies. It should be hat head. And pillow face. Pillow face. Oh, my God. The first movie that has someone with pillow face in it is the movie that I will nominate for best picture. Yeah. I want to see it. Spy movies. I worked in glass for 15 years when they do the hole in the window and it just pops out clean. Yeah, it does not happen that way. You know, when the spy cuts the perfectly round hole and then just gives it that little boop and it pops out. Oh, I kind of wish that was real. Yeah. It'd be so satisfying to do in real life. I would open up a place where you could just do that on glass. Like one of those smash rooms? Yes. But it would just be you cutting holes in glass. Call it spy room where you have to break into it and you get to use tools like that. Would you get to break a window with your elbow? Would you get to break a window by wrapping your jacket around your hand and giving it the boop? Punching through? Yeah. Unlocking the door from the inside? Oh, yeah. Bryce Kelly's spy room. I like this. Oh, I may have said too much. Yeah. Oh, yes. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly podcast. Wow. Bill here. Hey, Bill. You're talking about movies that really just irks me, just the uh, scratching fingernails on a chalkboard, is uh, when movies, when they have the fire alarm go off, the sprinkler, the mm. whole building goes off. A kid goes in or something happens in a, in a high rise and the whole floor, everything is, every sprinkler head goes off. That's not how they operate. It's just localized. It's just there in that room, it'll go off. Oh, okay. And it's just a nerd thing of mine. Let me guess, you work in fire sprinklers? I do work around them, yeah. I work on fire alarms, not sprinkler systems, but fire alarms, but yeah. And I'm like, you're lying to the public. <laughs> And everybody always talks about it, too, that the sprinkler, the water is always super clean when they show it in movies. No, it's black. It'll come out just like mud. Yeah, people, yeah, in real life, it comes out like mud, right? Yeah, it's all rusty in there in the pipes and stuff like that if if they don't get flushed. Yeah, but it's localized. It doesn't set the whole school off or the whole office building. You know, you're not going to 
Yeah. Well, it's funny, like anyone who, if your line of work, if it's being featured in a movie or TV show, you become very, very critical of it. And it's like when I see radio people in movies or TV shows and they're constantly hanging onto the microphone and moving the microphone around while they talk, you would never do that because it creates a ton of noise. My whole radio DJ concept came from Johnny Fever. That's it. And yeah, he would be... Those two set the standard for me about every radio DJ should be. Yeah, but Venus Flytrap and Johnny Fever, they were they were constantly hanging onto that microphone and throwing it around. You don't do that. Yeah, they got pretty handsy with it. They sure did. Bill, everybody, thank you. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Maybe you work in the industry being portrayed and you know that's not how they do it in real life. There's one right here. It says, I'm in the medical profession, and when they hang up chest x-rays backwards, it makes me crazy that they don't have people to check on those things. That's fair. Yeah. That would drive me nuts, too. I don't know the difference, so... That's called a technical consultant. That's where uh, being dumb kind of comes in handy. I don't notice those things. Oh, this one is coming over and over again. I could not agree with you more. It's so infuriating when people in movies just hang up the phone and never say goodbye. Why can't you just say goodbye? I know, they always do that. Or you and I were just talking backstage, too, about how in a, a movie or a TV show where they clearly live in a bad part of town where there's just murders everywhere and just crime, and they come into their crappy apartment and they don't lock the door behind them when they come in. It's like, I'm like, no, stop, go back, lock your door, you're going to get murdered. Or sometimes they don't even close the door. And you're like, what are you doing? That's your front door. Shut that thing. Yeah. Are you insane? <sighs> I was thinking, too, um, there's not enough emphasis put on smell for characters. And sh- <laughs> yeah. So uh, on Halloween the other day, my best girl and I, we were watching House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of corpses in that house. And at no point do I see anyone going like, woof. Smells bad in this house of corpses. <laughs> She's ripe in here. <laughs> keep them coming. We're trying to keep up. But, man, there's a lot of... Te- Apparently, uh, the listeners of this show get irritated quite easily by things they see movies and TV shows. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of ones about the number of bullets in a gun during a gunfight. <laughs> Sometimes it seems never ending. I do HVAC. There's never a screw to be seen while crawling through the air ducts. Yes. Your clothes would be shredded. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that. The Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Well, this one, uh, it annoys me at the end of a Hallmark movie. First of all, why are you watching those? They're terrible, and they're bad for you, and they will make you dumb. I think we just lost the Hallmark movie account. Yeah. <laughs> so they just said, when the main character gets into a taxi at the end and tells the driver, take me home. It's though everyone in the universe knows where they live. Yeah, I get that. Or just follow that car. They get in a cab and they tell the follow that car. And the cab driver immediately is going like 100 miles an hour through Manhattan. Yeah, and the driver's like, okay. Yeah, I would question that. I'd be like, why? What's in that car? Like, am I in trouble here? Am I going to be in danger? Am I going to be shot at? Uh, you there. Go ahead. Hi. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. I just wanted to comment about the most unrealistic things in movies. Yeah. So I was watching the, the the Hawkeye one with the you know that tiny little girl and she took on like five overgrown men. There is no way that can realistically happen. I did jujitsu for five years 
no way was I able to take down 240, 250 pound men like that. No. I was like, this is so unrealistic. Yeah, on the other hand, it's a bad, bad look when a bunch of Hollywood actors beat the living crap out of a small woman. That's true. I I do understand that. But you have to make it realistic. There's no way a tiny little 120 pounds, maybe she is, takes down 200, 230 pound men. Like, it's just, yeah, when I saw that, I had to turn it off. I'm like, this is not real. Like... (laughs) I did jiu-jitsu. I, could, I barely could take down the 230-pound men. And we did that sometimes with men versus women. No. No. It, what about just, like can't you just sweep the leg? Like, just go all valley on them? You can, but they're up, like, two seconds later. And then they'll just take you down, like, yeah. even harder. And you're like, oh, crap. Right. Okay. Have you ever punched anyone, Bryce? All the time. Well, yeah, the uh, the haymakers. Oh, yeah. The rainmakers. Yeah. Pardon me. I decided to change my fist names to Thunder and Lightning. Ooh. You don't know which one you're going to get first. Then I tell you, if you play your cards right, you'll find yourself in the eye of the storm. <laughs> wow. Wow. But, but does no, thunder only that. happen when it's raining? <laughs> uh, I but, just... Yeah, no, I always I've never see that. And it was like, punching a person... I would feel it would be like punching this wall in here. Wouldn't you, like your hand would be out of commission for a while, right? Yeah, if you don't have the proper technique, you could probably do more damage to yourself than to others. Yeah. You know? Huh. You're listening to the Garden Andrew Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, this one. I'm a nurse in the neonatal intensive care unit. I used to get so mad watching Grey's Anatomy, especially the episode when Dr. Kor- Korov skin-to-skin care with a premature baby. A doctor or nurse would never do that. That is a parent-only moment with their baby. I rolled my eyes hard at that one. People who work in the medical profession, everything on TV must drive you absolutely bonkers. Yeah, they probably see more, more <laughs> things wrong than any other profession. Yes. Sometimes... And there's no nice way to say this. Oh, here we go. Sometimes in a movie or TV show, a baby is born and uh, oh. they show the baby and you're like, that thing is way too clean. Yeah, they definitely like, took that one through the car wash. You know, they could just paddle down the birth canal, the birth canal and comes yeah. out squeaky clean. Like, I don't think so, pal. No. That thing should have been hosed down. Uh, oh, this one. Oh, my God. This... Hey guys, this is Matt. A thing that drives me crazy about TV and movies is when a character is in a bar and they ask for a beer. Yes. Which is served without further question from the bartender. Yeah. Like uh, what? We have 18 on tap. Yeah. What do you want? Do you like an IPA? Do you like a session ale? What do you feel like? A lager? Do you like a light lager? Would you like to hear about our rotating taps? Yeah. Same thing when they order like, I love a whiskey. Neat. It's like, what kind? Look at the shelf behind me. Yeah, there's a ton of choices. <laughs> Although there was a bar I went into a couple of years ago in San Francisco, and I think it, they claim it's the oldest bar, in, and it's a dump, but it is fantastic. And I walked in there, and I was just by myself, and I walked up to the bar to get a beer, and the woman standing behind the bar looked at me for like five seconds and then went, we have one kind of beer. Like she was irritated with me. Like, I was trying to make up my mind what I wanted. Yeah, she knew what you were doing and didn't like it. And then I appreciated the fact she handed me a Pabst Blue Ribbon, and that was it. So, PBR, okay. A PBR. It's a fine beer, really. Yeah. It is. That's going to be the only one on tap. You could do worse. <laughs> um, I kind of like the idea of only being one on tap. Me too. Take the decision-making away from me. Yeah, if you don't like it, go elsewhere. 
TV show Pet Peeves. This is from Cynthia. I hate when they pick up a suitcase or a stack of boxes and they're obviously empty and very light. Nobody swings a suitcase from their fingertips. Yes, agreed. It's the same with the coffee cup. I can tell it's empty. It's the Gunnar Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Just talking about those things in movies and TV shows that make you go, that's so fake. This one, oh my God, you and I are on the same page because I was just thinking about this the other night. This person says, it's so stupid in movies when people move, they take a backpack, a suitcase, and a box with a plant and three plates, and that's it. Where's the bed? Their couch. All the 300 cushions for said bed and couch. Coronation Street is terrible for this. Apparently, no one owns anything. I, on Halloween night, I was watching the 1987 vampire classic Lost Boys with Kiefer Sutherland and Jason Patrick. And the family in that movie, they move cross-country with a tiny U-Haul trailer. Like the U-Haul the U-Haul trailer that you might rent if you have to buy a washing machine off Marketplace. But somehow the family had an entire house full of furnishings in that trailer. Fake. Here's another one that's come in a few times this morning. Uh, This one says, when the leading couple have, quote, adult time, and in the morning, the woman has slept with her bra on. I get why they do it for the actress's modesty, but no woman sleeps with a bra on in the real world. Put her in a t-shirt. The other one is when women wake up with full perfect makeup after a night's sleep where it would have been wiped off during the night. This is the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Uh, This one too, I don't know. I know nothing about cars, but this seems a little unrealistic to me. And this person's pointing that out exactly. This is being a mechanic who has pushed through many wiring schematics, computer diagnostics, and module tests. When a person crawls under a dashboard, sparks a few wires together, and steals a vehicle, it's unbelievable. Somebody else, when people go to a character's house, completely unplanned and unannounced, and just walk in the front door and nobody thinks it's weird? Oh my God, you're right. Happens in every single show. Uh, Bill. Uh, I got some electrician buddies that are like, yeah, it's a long, dark hallway, and they turn the lights on, and they slowly turn on one at a time all the way down the hallway, or else they flicker all the way down, but still, the hallway doesn't light up immediately, which you wouldn't ever design anything to do that. And every light, as it comes on, makes that sound. Yeah, like it's going through a big old contactor, and no, that's not how it happens either. Uh, thanks, Bill. I want to figure that, uh, is there an electrician that can help me wire that up at home so when I walk in the front door and turn on the lights, it goes, I need that sound in my house. Thanks for listening to the Garner Andrews Show with Bryce Kelly Podcast. Theme music by Garner Andrews. Guests of the podcast stay in the dumpster behind the building in the rail yard. Classy.